0: to order
1: the regular meeting of the building Board of appeals for June 16, 2022. Roll call.
0: Paul Darling. Here. Robert Hart. Here. Kevin Cox. Here. Hugh Fleck. David Arnsdaw. Staff, Mike Lemieux. Here. John Reiser. Here. Myself, Deborah Williams, and Glenn Dempsey, Here. and Chris McCarlin.
2: Here.
0: We have a quorum.
1: Thank you. Any public commentary? Seeing none, we move to uh, approval of the agenda.
3: Move to approve. <clears throat> you
1: second. I second. Those in favor? Aye. Right. The agenda passes. Uh, the next item on the agenda is the approval of the minutes from the June 17, 2021 meeting. Are there any? Of those, those are attached to the packet. Is there any comment on those? Do you have a memory from uh, about a year ago's meeting? <coughs> Comments and no comments. Or
3: there, there are no minutes. I mean, it's oh. it's the agenda, but there are no.
1: Anything attached to that? Yeah. So, so, Debra, is there minutes from this meeting, or oh. is there were those sent out, or have those been previously approved?
0: My apologies. It looks like I did not attach those, so we'll have to table that into the next meeting.
4: Okay.
1: Appeals and actions and show cause hearings. The first item on the agenda is 2201 81 a uh, variance BBAA 22-2000 variance requests for 322 East Liberty, Unit 13, Ann Arbor. Is there an applicant here for that? You wanna come up and uh, state your name, sign in and give us a five minute or so summary of your um, request. Okay, my name is, uh, thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, My name is Rich Kligman
5: from Superb Custom Homes. We have Patrick Dyke, who's our designer, Alan Alcid, who's the architect, and Jason Bissonnette from Soils and Structures, our structural engineer. Uh, Patrick, do you want to do a quick recap?
4: Yes, and and I'm unfamiliar with this particular process here, so uh, it seems like you've done some kind of a pre-hearing or gone through the documentation for the lack of being redundant. Uh, When we started this project, there was what we deemed to be a a fairly unsafe spiral stair in that unit. Uh, In some conversations with the city, my understanding was that um, uh, maybe under the rehab code, we could develop a revised uh, design a stair that would improve on the the safety and welfare of the occupants in that unit Um, and given the structural condition of the unit being uh, precast concrete and steel and the fact that we couldn't really do any major structural changes with a high-rise building and other tenants in the building and other units we couldn't get access to uh, you know we did the best we could to make the opening as large as possible and designed a residential code compliant stair Uh, given the unit had fire suppression on both floors means of egress on both floors um, the the fact that the stair that we had designed we felt was uh, a vast improvement on the safety for the occupant and given it's being used as a residential unit much like a a single family custom home would be we felt that uh, it was a more than acceptable solution Uh, that was what was designed and submitted for the permit set and uh, my understanding until late in the construction process that we
5: correct during the course of construction um, there was a conversation with the building inspector and the project manager at that time that um, that that stair did not comply to uh, building code uh, for the commercial aspect of it which you know required wider uh, runs and taller rises Um, at that point however we once we had received the permit uh, for the stair that we ended up building, we demoed out the spiral stair. And at that point, we couldn't go backwards. And the stair that we have is maxed out and, and complies with residential, we understand that on the building side. But we were, were in a rock and a hard place and that we can't go backwards. And mm-hmm. until this meeting, we weren't able to go forward, so.
4: And, uh, for the record, myself as the designer, Alan as the architect, we were never made known that the stair was not compliant until Rich contacted me you know, a couple oh. months from completion of the project, yeah, after the stair, the finish there was already built.
1: Yeah, anything any else? We have a staff report. Is there anything else? Uh, any other comments from the applicant? Well, we can go back and forth with questions and comments Please. after you present. So, staff report,
6: yeah, um, so just a little bit of we'll go over the background just um, a little bit. Um, I just wanted to point out, um That the the violation was noted um, uh, in october of 21 again in november uh, april of 22 and then again in april Um, in each inspection report it was noted that the stairs were not compliant with the um, with the building code Uh, staff recommends that this application be denied Uh, it doesn't meet the standards uh, for approval the code has been that the code has the code has not been misinterpreted the provisions of the code do apply and the reduction in stair geometry is less safe than what is required by the 2015 Michigan building code Uh, the applicant states that the stairway was constructed would meet the requirements of the 2015 Michigan residential code that code is is not applicable in r two occupancies The 2015 Michigan Residential Code is a standalone code that only pertains to single-family houses, duplexes, and townhouses and offers no provisions for R2 structures. In the introduction of the 2015 Michigan Residential Code, it states, this comprehensive standalone residential code establishes minimum regulations for one and two family dwellings and townhouses using prescriptive provisions. Uh, 322 does not meet the definition of one or two family dwelling or a townhouse. The nature of the R2 building has increased safety concerns that are not considered in the 2015 Michigan Residential Code. Um, And this is why it's under the 2015 Building Code. Um, Um... Uh, the residential code is not intended to be used in commercial buildings it's a standalone as was stated before Um, it's not meant to become a standard when the 2015 Michigan building codes are not met Um, the project uh, it's because the 2015 Michigan building code is a minimum standard uh, in the in the code governing this project and is directly referenced by the 2015 Michigan Rehabilitation Code for existing buildings, this appeal does not meet the standards of approval. The code has not been misinterpreted, the provisions of the 2015 building code do apply, and the increased riser height and decreased tread depth is neither equal to nor better than code requirements.
4: Okay, thank you.
1: Does the board have any questions for the applicant?
3: Um, so the packet (coughs) had a lot of cross-referencing of, um, various codes, um, which I have some questions about, possibly to Glenn, but, uh, first of all, the spiral stair that was in the dwelling unit originally, it was a permitted, as of right, I mean, a permitted by code egress stair
1: met code at the time it was putting on the spiral stair the the high the right and the run
4: i couldn't find at the time because i went back and did some code research to see when permit was issued i don't know what version of the code the city was using at the time because sometimes municipalities lag the current version of the code might not have been adopted um i do know that it being a five foot diameter stair it was Extremely small, and the tread was the phantom stepping was like a real issue,
3: right? You know? and, and I understand that, yeah. But I, I guess what I, I want to establish first is that sure. those spiral stairs are in every one of those units, not just this
4: one. I think there's just two units, well, no, there's only this yeah, one level yeah. in okay. sure. the
3: the uh, <clears throat> The Michigan building code, the 2015 version allows a spiral stair like that as an exception for an egress stair. So I just want to make sure we're clear on that, that what's driving this is not the fact that it was a non-compliant stair, is that the owner doesn't like it, because it's cumbersome and it's difficult to use.
5: He wanted to
3: improve on the stair, yeah. My point is that this this is a preferential decision by the owner
4: understood Uh, okay so in an early conversations with the city before i started designing there was some conversation that the stair may you know i designed whatever i could get to work Mm -hmm. and it may uh, upon their approval be accepted as an improvement in this health and safety welfare the part of the confusion was there's multiple codes that apply to this project but there, there wasn't a clear line in the sand. And my rationale was, okay, I can uh, draw an alternate shaped stair. I told the client, the best I can do is draw something else that will fit and see if the city will accept that. And if they don't, they will reject it. And then we will just, you know, keep the stair that's there, or we will, uh, if we're allowed to replace it as a replica, we'll do that. Um, And so when we submitted the plans and were issued for permit, my understanding because i I wasn't really sure which elements of the unit would qualify under the rehab code the assumption was that okay the city must not find objection to this alternate design and then when we found out unfortunately the original spiral had been ripped out and we were told we couldn't go back to that now now that it had been demolished is that correct
5: that's my understanding, yes, uh, and Mr. Dempsey can verify. But when we had a Zoom call, and at that point, he said, Because mm-hmm. that was my question, is what's our worst case? Are we going back to what we have? And he said, No, we can't. Hit. And I don't disagree, on, you know, in, yeah. in the context of us not knowing what we started with relative to code, but I would argue that I don't think anyone would disagree that the current stair is a safer. If all things being equal, this current stair is safer. Well, I see that's where
3: that's that's a little bit of the problem that I'm having here is that the spiral stair, as it as it went in, it was an, is it not. A, it was a code acceptable staircase.
5: I'm assuming so. I'm well.
3: I guess I'm stating that also as a fact. So what what. The situation is, is that the owner didn't like it because it wasn't a comfortable stair and was asking for something. 100%. A, a different configuration yes, to suit the owner.
5: Yeah. 100%, yeah. Okay.
3: I, I, I just want to make sure that's clear. That, that was, the, yeah, that was, clear. The, that was okay.
5: the drive, correct. And then once we were approved, that's when we took it out.
3: Okay, so yeah. understanding the difficulty in reconfiguring the new stair to meet the commercial building code, The other thing that manifested itself in the packet is that the residential code has a particular standard for riser and tread, which didn't match the narrative that that your code consultant offered. So I guess this one is maybe directed to Glenn. It's the 2015 residential code. That would apply in terms of an alternate design. I'm not, I'm not saying that that's the case. I'm just asking the question because what I'm getting at is, I looked at the internet at the 2015 code version, and it was a seven and three-quarter rise and a 10-inch tread. Your consultant has it as a. Um, eight and a quarter and nine inch tread, and that's closer to what you guys designed. You have a nine inch tread. So I'm trying to understand which which one. I don't know what code your consultant was looking at. Whether it was like a.
5: So Mr. Green was. Uh, I think he was one of the founding members of the International Code Council. Yeah,
3: but and... that's not my question. Shut no no, no. no, no. But, no, no. but after... my question is really yeah. to Glenn. there are two different standards in this packet that are listed for a residential staircase and i wanted i just wanted to know which one might be applicable here
7: this would be
4: an r2 type of construction so it's a um it's a multi-family as opposed to a one and two family single dwelling family so the 2015 michigan building code would okay, be the applicable sorry. code because it's a new staircase put in right. place. then
3: I'm not, I'm not making myself clear. The alternate stair that they're proposing, which hues to the residential code, which I understand is not really applicable in this case. I just want to, but it's cited a lot in the packet. I just want to know what this, what the riser and tread standard might be under the. 2015 residential code. Because there are two different sets of numbers that are. up Which was permitted
1: on the residential code, yeah. Yeah. Wrong versus the building code.
6: So can can I can I speak to that for a second? Yeah. Um, so there's the reason that there we have so many step configurations, uh, part of the reason is that the twenty fifteen Michigan Building Code gives an exception for stairways within uh, residents. So it doesn't need, the, need to meet the 7 and 11 standard of the building code. They can go down to the uh, 7 and 3 quarter by 10 um, within a dwelling unit.
3: That's, that's exactly what I wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Good. Very good. So let's just say for hypothetical reasons, Seven and three quarters and ten, but you have, but you don't have a ten-inch tread. You have a nine-inch tread.
5: I believe there's an exception for where, and if you want to pull that up, but the way that I, I interpreted Mr. Green's uh, languaging is there's an exception if you can't get to that number. I don't see that. Huh? 500 grains. Yeah.
4: There might something
5: Poses, um. Um, I'm sorry, miss Williams, do you have an extra pipe? I do uh, the Thank you so, Okay. So I'm looking at um, um Okay. So I'm looking at pages 39 to 40 in the packet. Um He's citing residential code 311.7.5.2 tread depth. Minimum tread depth will be nine inches. Uh, the greatest... Uh, let's see. Um,
1: that's the residential code, though.
5: That's correct. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, that, yeah,
3: That's not the residential code. It's 10 inches.
5: He's saying using the Michigan residential code... R- code residential. R- uh, no, R311.7.5 provides. Yeah. So he's saying when... Uh, to uh, using this saying the uh, purposes of the requirements uh greatest uh so yeah i mean mr green is uh you know citing residential code for that nine inch run yeah yeah
4: it's
1: permitted in residential
4: code all right let's that's, that's that's the compliance
1: one or two family though, you're not one to two family.
5: No, uh, correct, yeah. correct. We knew that we were unable <laughs> to conform under the bill. Code. Yeah,
4: this was all about, would that be deemed acceptable under the rehab code as an improvement upon current safety condition, right? Because yeah. there's, in all reality, everyone, I'm sure everybody's been on a spiral stair before. A um, code-compliant spiral stair especially when it's a five foot diameter. The, the, when you do, I've done them before, it's six foot, six, six, six seven feet, where you can walk around the outside of it on the outside rail, and you don't have a concern about phantom step. Yeah. Um, this was so narrow. By the time you took out the handrail areas and whatnot, you were forced to, to walk really close. And even though you can say that that stair was going um, to climb, re- the reality of it is it'd be very, very easy to phantom step and fall.
3: Not debating that. Yeah. Okay. I. I,
5: I No, you were clear, Mr. Hart. Okay, I'm clear. Um, So, um,
3: just sorry. uh, Mike. Mike. One more time. The Michigan residential code for a single family home or a one and two unit dwelling is what for the riser and what for the tread.
6: I believe it to be eight and a quarter for the riser and nine for the tread. Oh, it is nine. I, I, believe, I believe in residential code it is. Yeah.
3: Okay. That's what I wanted to get to. Thanks.
6: Yes. Uh, according to what they have in the packet under 311.7.5.2, tread depth, minimum uh, tread depth shall be nine inches. I'm on page 40 at the top.
1: And with spiral stair at 12 inches in, it was seven and a half, is what your packet said. So you go from seven and a half to nine.
4: And I think on the, on the walk line, that stair was only like four inches. I actually don't even think it meant. We, we measured- Okay, so 25 meter. in your
1: packet says seven and a half at the walk line, that's 12 inches in.
4: At 12 inches in. And, and I don't, I, did it move? Okay, yeah maybe, you know, if it, it's
1: right at that number or less, I'm not really sure, it's extremely tight. Probably all the residential code ones is all grandfathered, it's really hard to change back to the building code. I mean, that's why there's such a difference that that inherently been built in there so long at that eight and a quarter, nine inch tread.
6: I think that, and that's a, that's a, um, a change in the Michigan from the international. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And I think it um, is to, accommodate um, tighter spaces and I think that it's also considered that in a one and two family dwelling it's going to be one person who's in there using it um, for probably multiple years
4: I don't know if this makes any difference to the board but the the tread is always measured nosing to nosing these treads actually had an inch and a quarter nosing so there is a little bit more surface area to get your foot on isn't the nosing isn't it three quarters of an inch it's allowed? You're allowed an inch and a quarter max. Is it? On nosing. Yeah, if you have no nosing at all, it, you have to make the treads deeper. Right. right. But they're actually ten and a quarter on the surface, and then it comes up, and there's an inch and a quarter projection.
1: So I thought I in the packet there's a, there's a drawing in here that has kind of a winder stairway on page 31. Is that like that was
4: here or? Yeah. I, I drew that um, because that was an attempt when I first started the project to try to get the Michigan Building Code compliance there. Uh-huh. That winder shape was the most efficient shape to get it to work. Yeah, uh-huh. And I still didn't have nearly the headroom. And then we went to, well, uh, what would it take to cut the opening and move the steel? And that became yeah, uh-huh. uh, not a feasible solution. So again, under my understanding was, that this element may qualify under the rehab code uh, as an exception under the article that uh, was referenced to me by the city.
1: What is the headroom, is that in, that, in that scenario, what is the headroom limit at that stair? 6-8 that stair is, is required. 6-8? Is required, but yeah. that,
8: and the, in the winder, it was far less.
1: What did you have in this one, less than that? I can't really. 5-11, yeah, it's five five 11. 11. yeah, 11. yeah quite a bit less, yeah. Five
4: eleven.
0: Yeah. Uh, yes, three-fold. Problematic. If I could remind the panelists to make sure you use the mic. I apologize. It's okay. Thank
4: you. I've been told I'm a loud talker, but not that loud.
3: <laughs> is there a, a handrail on the stair? Yes,
4: sir. There will be. No, there is. There is. Oh there is. This was just a diagram I drew okay. as a exploration of riser and run and, and shape configuration.
1: Questions by the board? Any comments?
3: Yeah, just a couple more. Um, The building is sprinkler?
5: Yes,
4: yes.
3: And it has a second means of egress to the corridor?
4: Both both floors have a door that goes to a fire rated corridor.
1: Um, So this serves as a supplemental means of egress between the two floors?
4: I don't even think you could say it's a means of egress because each floor has an independent. In case of a fire, the first thing you would do is go for that fire rated corridor, and and you've got the fire suppression. So the the stair is merely for internal. Yeah,
1: supplemental. Yeah, Yeah, supplemental,
4: correct, yeah. Yeah. And it's probably why they approved the original spiral or the designer intended it that way to begin with, I don't know.
3: Again, that stair, that original spiral stair is permitted under the building code as a means of egress just the way it was configured but again not to belabor the point it, it nobody likes using it i yeah, get, yeah, we yeah. get that right.
5: well and mr art i'm not sure too on the code you know at what point it may have changed but the fact that we can't go back to that too is is part of our challenge of you know in other words if that was a code compliance stair, and at the end of the day you decided hey we don't like what you have for whatever reason go back to what you had
1: we're not we're told we're you not should able be able to do just, that. I would think we we're, were told we were, told we're not. not. Oh yeah, we mm. were
3: told. You we're. should be able to under the, place, the rehab, rehab code.
2: code. Right. I was gonna say the rehab code. I think you're allowed to do that. Yeah. yeah. And
1: but so again, it, it doesn't. It begs the
3: begs yeah. the issue. Of,
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> the owner can't handle a spiral stair, so. Um, can you kind of complete the picture? When, when you go out this the extra means of egress, the, the main means of egress to the corridor, once you get out into the corridor, do you have two ways to go?
4: Two, yes, yeah, two fire stairs. Two fire. And there's an elevator as uh, well. But opposed. the elevator can't be used in case there's right.
3: a fire. To yeah. uh, two opposed stairwells. Yeah. So, if you didn't count or figure in the stair that's in question and you would and you relied upon the stair the door to the corridor, it would satisfy... uh things like a common path of travel would be okay yes.
1: yes. This is a steel frame stairway too, it looks like. No, it's a wood 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 frame. frame. Mm -hmm. In all the other provisions of the stairway, the headroom, that complies. And real lighting, all that. Yes, sir.
2: that the headroom was clear on here.
1: yeah
3: narrative, <laughs> A narrative motion. <clears throat>
1: I don't see any photographs of the finished finish. There, that's kind of a progress shot. There, mm-hmm. but that, uh, would you like to see one? It looks like
5: uh, I think all we've way got down, it. Yeah. stride is lit for safety and uh would you like to see the photo as well so
1: the handles in the middle middle, middle the handrail, handrail correct and, and there's railing on the garden uh-huh. that's fishing, right? yeah oh
2: yeah no absolutely
1: So one thing is that uh, we have a board of five members, as three are here today, so all three of us will have to vote in favor for it to pass. Um, I believe that's correct, is that? The quorum. You need a minimum minimum three votes out of the five, or for quorum of the, the people that are here.
0: Yes, I believe that you'd have to have the full quorum agreed. Unless Mr. Reiser sees differently. No,
1: I don't. So in the past, when we've had that, we've given the applicant the option of tabling it until we have more board members. If you think that um, you may not have complete consensus, or we can go ahead and vote and... You know, if know. I may, uh, are we confirming with bylaws if it's yeah, doing that, yeah.
5: Uh-huh. and then if you can tell me mr chairman if you're all voting in favor
1: then we'll it
4: <laughs> yeah. we we understand this would be the point that we would table it before it goes to motion we, um, we know it, it's been uh seems been difficult to try to have a quorum for these meetings yeah. we're trying to be sensitive to the efficiency of the yeah.
1: I think the advantage of tabling it would be is you don't have to pay the fee again. You don't have to reapply. And there's no guarantee that we'd have four members the next time. Right. So that's...
0: um... So we don't have the bylaws handy right now. You might want to consider tabling if uh, our legal staff agrees.
7: Uh,
1: uh,
0: or maybe we could um we could take a break a five-minute break he he's going to get his laptop okay
6: while we're taking the break can i just add something to the conversation um that even when you look at rehab code um in 403.1 uh it talks about um Alterations to any building or structure shall comply with the requirements of the International Building Code for new construction. Alterations shall be such that the existing building or structure is no less conforming to the provisions of the International Code than the existing building or structure was prior to alteration. Gives you one exception. An existing stairway shall not be required to comply with the requirements of Section 111 of the International Building Code. Where the existing space and construction does not allow for the reduction. In my staff report, I stated that this isn't an existing stair, um, so I don't feel like even that portion of the rehab code covers this alteration.
3: I would agree with that.
1: Yeah. May I make motion?
3: Yeah. So what? Did, well, what did are we, you decide are we to do? You want to?
1: Oh, I think no, we can I'm make sorry. the motion and it's just not vote on it yet. I think if we want to develop a motion, then we can decide to table it. We have a motion for the next period, or we decide to vote on it or not. So it's okay. fresh in our minds as far as uh, what the uh, motion
4: would, could be. Okay. Thank you for that, Mr. Carter. All right.
3: <clears throat> I move that in case BBA 22-2000, the appeal of the building officials' decision that the work to be performed at 322 East Liberty Unit 13 is granted relief from section 1011.5.2, and the building report of appeals the word, reverses the building official's decision for the reasons as follows. That the applicant has, appro- has proposed an equivalent alternative on the following basis, that the circumstances of this construction concern the owner's inability to use the original approved spiral stair that the proposed replacement stair is a supplemental communicating stair and not a primary egress stair that the proposed stair meets safety provisions of the 2015 Mes- Michigan residential code for Uh, a single dwelling unit, that with further consideration that the building is sprinklered and has a direct path to a primary second means of egress, and that this appeal approval is not to be used as a precedent for future similar conditions or appeals.
1: We have a second on the motion. I second that. Any discussion on the motion? Do you want to put in there with the Verizon one R as it was built? I mean. Uh, it has a minimum of nine-inch tread. So it has a minimum nine-inch tread now, or is it bigger than a nine-inch tread? Is the tread built nine nine inches? Or uh, is it?
5: For what you would deem as usable tread, yes, yeah, it okay. does. It does. The actual tread is deeper, but you you'd with the nosing, nose yeah, yes. by the
4: definition yeah, of the code, right. yeah. yeah. here.
1: And the rise is. Uh, the rise of the equipment to what the, what the spiral stair was? Is the same number of steps as the spiral stair was or so the rise is the same?
4: I can't say that to be true. I just... Uh, you have the plan. Know. Yeah. My goal was to be under eight and a quarter. You know, when you're dividing it by an equal amount, yeah, there's yeah. there's some big ranges sometimes. Uh, yeah, and yeah. being able to meet the head clearance, if I win another riser, I would have not have met the head clearance, so it was like the maximum I could go. Is that did I was I clear in that saying that? Okay.
1: Because the way it's written right now, it has to comply with the minimum requirements of the residential codes. And so hopefully, what they're but they've built there is that eight, not more than eight and a quarter inch rise. So does it fall uh,
3: within the minimum? Yeah, or? I understand. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay.
1: okay. It was in summer, somewhere. Where it, where So uh, we'll wait until we get an answer about the motion thing um, before we vote. I, it says nine. I think it's an exception in Michigan or in national.
6: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. it possible I could hear the motion again? Is it possible that I could hear the motion again?
1: Right. Uh, did you get the motion, Deborah? Read, as, uh, I,
0: no, he would have to repeat that.
1: Can you restate the motion, Bob, or summarize the motion
6: for. Uh, I, I missed part of it when you read it the first time. I was just wondering if you could reread it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you played
2: <a> bad, bad. <laughs> you, guys, you guys killed me. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Um, this is a voluntary position, right, Mr. Hart? <laughs> yeah, <it is. laughs> it's not like you're paid like for this.
3: Right? So, can I paraphrase? You want? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, paraphrase. So, paraphrasing, I, I, the motion was that if they built a conforming replacement stair, uh, if they built a replacement stair that conforms to the Michigan Residential Code for within a dwelling unit um and that the stair itself is in effect a supplemental communicating stair not a primary egress stair that um and that because the building is sprinklered has a direct means of egress to a, a corridor with the with the um twin uh fire stairs um and the fact that the owner is challenged or was challenged by the original stair that was in spiral stair that was installed, that they were making a reasonable accommodation. But perhaps the most important thing of all of that is that I don't want to see this being used as a precedent for future situations. I mean, if If something like this happens again, I would expect that the construction be shut down, period. And we're also not boxed into a situation where we're trying to rationalize some kind of equivalency to the code. Because on the face value of what you said, what was presented by the building department, you're right. I mean, bottom bottom line, you're right. So, the motion is basically trying to make an accommodation to the situation that was presented. That's that's the gist of it. Okay.
7: Yeah.
6: Thank you.
0: Yeah, we're thinking that uh, we're feeling that the uh, it has to be a majority of the quorum, so the two two out of three.
7: Are are there bylaws? I couldn't find them on the city website. Does this no. board have bylaws like no, other separate. boards do? No, no we're, board. we're a
3: maverick organization.
7: <laughs> <laughs> you haven't been
4: established for very long here, right?
7: <laughs> because bylaws can set forth what the quorum is. Yeah. But, but, but if, if...
1: I don't think this board has any different bylaws we could follow what, if there are bylaws. I want to
7: follow yeah, whatever yeah. those are in yeah, case, yeah. Yeah. you know, these feel people feel aggrieved, then they can yeah, pursue so. an action that we didn't follow our rules. Yeah. So, so, there is this still De Rosset uh, Hale single state construction code, which says that the construction board of appeals, or like building board of appeals, MCL 125.1514, uh, shall be c- created consisting of not less than three, nor more than seven, and we have six on ours. Three of whom aren't here, so I have three, and that's quorum. So, uh, absent something in our bylaws, that Robert's generally a majority prevails. So, the majority of those present in voting would determine what you do today. If you want to be, if you want to table it to be extra careful or to get more input, that's your prerogative. But I think that you, two out of three, have the uh, ability to rule the day today. That's good news. Good to hear. Okay.
4: Thank you for that. Mr. Riser, for clarity, on that.
1: So, any other further discussion on the board?
2: The only thing I, the only question I have is, can can they can in the future this happen again? and come back and we're held viable and saying, well, you did it here, you accepted it here. That's what he's trying to. As long as, oh, yeah. as yeah. I, long as I'm
3: trying, yeah, really hard to make make yeah. it clear that this is an Exception, an exception. And not a rule, and right. it, nobody comes back and says "But you uh, uses this as a precedent.
1: Yeah. Correct. So the other 12 units in the building, whatever, think, well, you did it in this unit. You so, did it in this you know, You're going to hear that's a lot the there,
5: yeah. And again Mr. Darling or Chairman Darling I, I think there's only one other unit that does have a stair. Totally
1: okay. I totally can and understand what you're So the can be is one more time, right? Yeah. But like there lot there.
3: In point of fact, there are a lot of other buildings oh, going up sure. in Ann Arbor that kind of mirror, sure. You know, this this kind of arrangement. So
1: you know, um, yeah, it, we have a motion we have a second on the motion right there we have no a motion okay i going to take a vote yep. those in favor of the motion say aye. Aye. aye aye any denials no denial so it passes uh three or nothing thank, thank, you thank you very, very, very much, for much for
4: all your time and energy and thank news.
1: you thank you thank you So, the next uh, item on the agenda is uh, item number 22-1082 DBA 22-2001 variance request from 1299 Harp Street, Ann Arbor, Michigan. Is there a uh, applicant here? You can step up, sign in, and tell us a little bit about your appeal. we
0: sign I'll get okay, you too? after.
8: Oh, okay. okay um (coughs) hi my name is jim scrivens i'm with root associates architects and um, representing the uh the owner of the property at this at the location um quick background on the on the house the um our house was built in 1940 our client um, his parents purchased the house in 1994 Um, he um, inherited the property from his parents and uh, In January of this year, he wanted to rent the parcel. So he had the housing commission come out and perform an inspection and found um, some violations in the home. Mainly, um, well, they were in the home, but um, the basement um, was uh, considered um, not to have be permitted. Um, It was at some point about 40 years ago The basement was finished at some point. And um, so um, we have been working with the building department to come up with a, um, we looked at the the things that were in violation of the housing code and brought those up to compliance. Um, But we are still have three items that we're asking for today. um, One of the issues is the hallway. That's in the space is two and a quarter inches short at one end of the corridor or the hallway area. The uh, two doors leading to the sleeping rooms are roughly an inch short um, below the code. And then of course the egress windows that are leading out of the sleeping rooms are also um, short only in height. The uh, width is acceptable by building code and the area is 5.2 square feet So the the, uh, free area is also in compliance there. Um, Our proposal was to, if you see our drawings, our proposal was to correct the staircase, which was an existing stair. And it was um, installed at the time the house was built in 1940. And so we decided to bring that up because that was in violation of the housing code. And we also decided to correct the um, window wells on the exterior of the house because the window wells were only 20 inches deep and you couldn't climb out through the window well through the egress windows so the um, three items that we're looking to appeal today are the width of the one end of the corridor or the hallway the head height on the door openings and the egress from the windows themselves going out they're all existing as far as we know they they're, um, they've been there as long as we can um, but the issue goes back that the building department can't find any permitted um, uh, building permit for the finishing of the basement itself um, the, the building at one point in 1982 the um, the basement was fixed up as a part of a community uh, blo- development block grant so the wall was replaced in one, one side of the basement um, work was done down there we don't know what extent that work was um so um i think that's basically the situation that we've got going right now so.
1: thank you staff report
8: uh staff
6: recommends this application be denied uh, no permits were issued at the time of construction Um, uh, So now the area needs to meet the requirements of the 2015 Michigan Residential Code. In its its current configuration, it does not meet these requirements. If the renovation did take place 40 years ago, it would not have met code at the time. Um, I'm referencing the 1981 Boca Code, um, and that's at the end of the report, which is pretty similar to what the requirements of the 2015 uh, Michigan Residential Code are. Um, and it's correct. It was um, uh, the um, the issues were realized during a rental inspection that happened January 11th of 22. Thank you. Does
1: the board have
3: any questions? Oh yeah. Um, so how much how much of what we're looking at in the plan? Sorry, in the plan was existing or
8: everything was existing on that plan except for the staircase that we, we are we're proposing that the staircase was a really tight wedge-shaped tread and it was built in 1940 um, we proposed to come in there and put a new winder stair that's fully compliant with the 2015 building code okay. so we were doing that and the owners pulled a permit and is now proceeding with that work we saw that as as a you know, means of egress, and so we wanted to make sure that that was acceptable.
3: So, and you said the exterior wall with the windows to those bedrooms?
8: Well, the exterior wall on, the, uh, on one side was, a car, part of the community block grant program was that the exterior wall on the west side of the house was replaced. A part of the community block uh, plant uh, program also had those basement windows on the east side of the house as damaged and broken, and they were to be repaired or replaced. Um, so we don't know what exactly happened at that time period. So those windows were, they look existing, or from the 1980s when the work was done in 1982. So that's a, all we can tell at this time.
3: So so the window weld?
8: The window welds were the, the, existing.
3: The window? The window. The window, the wall with the window wells, is what? What? Is, what actually is that? Is it a concrete wall, a block
8: wall? It's an eight-inch CMU wall. It's an eight-inch CMU. Okay. Okay.
1: Reconstructed oh, um, we, we window wells. Those are made
8: out of what? Uh, the window wells currently, the existing ones were uh, pressure-treated t- timber, yeah. and I believe the owner is going to go back with pressure-treated timber, but. Currently, it's 20 inches deep from the face of the building, and we're going the full 36 inches out into the yard.
3: Uh-huh. Can you describe the section at the egress windows? What is the sill
8: height? Uh, the egress sill height is—it uh, meets code. It's 44 inches to the top of the sill for the clear opening width. The windows are a vinyl double-hung window. Um, they have an upper and lower sash. The bottom sash raises up. The clear opening width is 39 and a half inches. And the total clear opening height from if you push raise the sash up from the sill of the window is 19 and a half inches. Um, Code requires that it be 24 inches tall. Um, That's where we come into problems with climbing. We've got the the width because the width's 39 and a half inches long. So you can easily climb through it. It's just not tall enough.
2: Is there an obstruction that you
8: can't go up? Um, well, so the the window is at the top of the joist, so it, it starts from the floor line and goes down. And the basement itself, it, it's 44 inches off the floor, so we could go down f- further, but we'd have to dig out and and cut c- concrete wall and all that other stuff. So concrete
1: wall
8: or CMU? CMU wall. Seems the
1: easy fix is a casement window.
8: Well, so casement window, we looked at that. Casement window will work. Um, it's a 36-inch wide. Um, it's, it's, um, we'd have to reduce the size of the opening. Um, it'd still be a vinyl window. Um, it comes close to not applying to the 303 code, whereas for the front bedroom, because of the area, we need 8% square f- feet of uh, light opening. And so a 36 by 40 window that fits in that opening is borderline for the light requirement as far as um, natural lighting, so as far as clear glazing area. So that we kind of wanted to keep the amount of glazing that we had in there. And then we also cited that um, section Appendix J, if we were to put a window in there, Appendix J says that we're allowed to put the same style and use in that window opening. So technically we're allowed to by code to put in the double hung. And that's where we thought, well, if we're going to replace the window, we're, we're entitled to the same type of style. Why can't we just keep the style that's there?
1: Are these windows from 1980? These
8: are newer windows? Uh, as far as we know, they're, they're from the 80s. It's so
1: probably near the end of their useful life, probably. Or are they vinyl? Or are they wood? It's, it's a vinyl window, yes.
8: And you're not replacing them? The 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 point was just to keep them. Everything's existing and not to not to not take to them not out, not to them. touch them. We have the same issue upstairs, but you know we have vinyl windows up there, and they're we're not looking at those issues. They don't meet the code as well. But because the basement wasn't permitted, and the house dates from 1940 upstairs, they're we're, they're allowing the upstairs windows, but not the basement windows.
1: But they're trying to rent this space as a different unit, which they didn't before. That's what's triggering
8: this. Yes, because he's trying to rent it. Yeah. That was cited up in the housing report. Yeah. And it currently meets the housing report. The window, the way it sits, meets the housing code. So, And the doors do, and the hallway does. So we looked at the item. The only thing that didn't meet the housing report was the staircase, and we're correcting that. And then, as far as the building code, we thought that the window will, if we correct that, would make it easier use out of the window to climb out of. So that we're trying to correct that as well. I think so. the
1: real test is to see if the owner can get out the window.
8: <laughs> can, I, can I come on, on that?
6: <laughs> um, that emergency escape and rescue openings are not only for somebody to get out of, they're also for a fully equipped firefighter to get into so it so would just, just break the sash out probably but yeah. i'm saying that the, in, yeah. the intent of the code in there is it's not old, only old direction yeah yeah,
1: yeah. so the, the outside window well helps in that
8: provision
3: how deep is the window well
8: um as far as off from grade down to the cell uh-huh. it's roughly i think 20 inches okay
1: What's the lighting in these spaces? You said that if you were change the window out, you'd be worried about the, the lighting. But I know the mechanical makes ups for the you can make up for the artificial lighting.
8: Yeah, so I mean the lighting's pretty good right now with the windows, but um, the code says you know in section 303 that it's eight percent. We currently have about um, uh, it's ten point five percent right now with the existing window, and if I were to put a smaller window in there, there would be a casement. I would be right at that borderline with the glazing area, so that's kind of what we didn't want to reduce the lighting, the natural lighting in the space. At least the front bedroom, the back bedroom. If you look at the plan, there's back bedroom. It's got two windows, and that has a substantial amount of lighting in there. So,
3: uh, you have a section where the doors are, and it looks like there's space underneath there.
8: For the, yeah, the two you doors?
2: You have an 85-inch ceiling height, okay. and then you got a six foot
8: five door, but it looks to me like you got four by four. Well, there's a floor beam in that right below above the door, and so I have a I it, what I measured on site. It looks like to be about an inch at the most from the floor beam to the top of the head of the door there. Um, don't know exactly, but um, we didn't want to have to tear the doors out and try and. We weren't sure whether we were going to be able to raise those doors just an inch to get that clearance to meet the building code when it meets the housing code currently. And so the the floor beam goes up from front to back of the house. And it's the wall is right below that floor beam. And that's for bedroom one and bedroom four? Uh, yeah the both both the basement bedrooms yeah bedroom
3: is there a reason why this isn't going in front of the housing board of appeals
6: um because it was unpermitted work i see so, so that falls under uh building department's jurisdiction not housing
1: okay and yeah, i think that a lot of it
8: they're addressing the housing code issues so they're winning a the variance <laughs>
1: um,
6: well it's all because but,
8: this isn't permitted
6: and if you look yeah so Housing code is for you know dwellings right that homes. haven't been altered so that they can yeah. be used in a different manner. This dwelling was altered
8: and then is trying to be used in a different manner. So I think that that's where the difference is. And here again, it wasn't part of our, the owner purchased the property after this work was done. This is pre, you know, it was done prior to the owner ever purchasing the house.
2: And the owner, the original owners were his parents?
8: The original owner was uh, his parents. They purchased the house in 94. He inherited the property um, after they passed away. Um, so the work seems to be done that was done in the 80s, from what we can tell. Um, so it was prior to them owning the house.
3: So if you reframed the door, the head of the door, so that it was right up to the underside of that joist, would you get your six six?
8: Um, up to the beam? Uh, up to the beam. So. Yeah, it's questionable whether we could do it or not. We might be able to pull them out and reframe them. Um, there's a section in Appendix J that says that um, doors being replaced, too. I think it's, um, what is it? Um uh, J 401.2 where it says that if you replace a door with a uh, material that's slightly different, you're allowed that discrepancy as far as what is considerable minor uh, mm-hmm. reducing in width. And so if we take this door out, you know, we're allowed, we're entitled under our appendix J to maybe reduce that width or height just slightly. So we thought, well, if we have to do this anyways, then why can't we exercise appendix J in this case?
3: Uh, what's the fire? What's the smoke detection fire
4: alarm? Situation?
8: Uh, there's interconnected smoke detectors in every sleeping room and on every floor that we, we can tell. They're there, um, they're working.
3: Is this space currently occupied?
8: Uh, it's not occupied currently because the work's being done right now.
3: What work is being done right now?
8: The replacement of the staircase. Okay.
1: And this um, is one unit in this house, or the renting the basement second in the rest of
8: the house? or So house? It, it's 740 square feet. The first floor has got a living, dining, and one sleeping room in the rear. Um, bathroom and a kitchen upstairs. Uh, the downstairs has got two sleeping rooms, a, ba- a bath downstairs, and a kitchenette in the basement as well. So,
3: so this will be a regular
8: It will be a regular single-family rental, is my single understanding. Family.
1: Renting the whole
3: house.
8: That's my understanding.
3: But it's it's not being set up that way.
8: Um, I don't. You know, it's it's set up as a single family rental. I I think that's what the my owner the owner is planning on doing. I think that's what's always. There's no there's no division between the upstairs and the downstairs. So there's no two forms of entryway or anything like. There's a there's a side entry and a front entry, and uh, you could. there's a door at the top of the stairs, but it's not lockable or anything, so it's not like it's um the handle being switched out. Well yeah, I don't know. Right now it's not lockable. It's not it's they're connected together, okay. the spaces.
3: What is the hardware on the bedroom doors?
8: The hardware? It's a snob or current I mean
3: is it a are they lockable? Are they privacy I'm, No, that's a passage
8: lock. It's a passage. It's it's a passage. passage. Yeah.
3: This is just a quick question that, that is not so much code-based. In a case like this, where you have an e- egress windows right, that you're really relying on, and it's a double-hung situation, and it's a day like today, what's the likelihood that someone's going to stick an air conditioning unit in there so that that window doesn't become functional as, as an egress window?
6: If, if, it's, a, so if it's a casement? Is that what you're asking for? Oh, if it's a double hung? I mean, it could happen.
3: Mm -hmm. So, ahead of making a motion, I don't see any reason why any of these things couldn't be rectified. I mean, it's not a voluminous amount of work in relation to what's already been done. it all looks eminently doable.
8: Um, the wall itself would be problematic in the hallway. Um, With the tile cart, tile in the bathroom, and the floor? Yeah, on the, the tile in room. the bathroom, and uh, moving that hallway. To move that wall two and a quarter inches is, seems a little um, difficult as far as turning into the space and having them move that's that wall over the hallway itself is 20 feet long and it, it's shorter at one end um, and uh, it makes it uh
1: what's the ceiling is that land ceiling or um, is that a dipboard ceiling
8: it's a drywall ceiling in the whole space
2: but it's, it's not it's only
8: not to code in front of the bathroom yeah that's what i stated that though you know that hallway area there leads to non-habitable spaces um and then the space where the the exit is for the bedrooms is actually got a wider corridor there of four foot three so
2: so your only problem is from that bedroom door back to the laundry room is that that is? The kitchen. Uh, it's kitchenette there. There, yeah. There's a kitchenette. Yeah. And you're not able to move that small part of wall. Well, over it, it, to help it, here the door. again, it's
8: existing and uh, it meets the housing code, and we were trying to avoid tearing into the tile and and having to replace the whole bathroom floor and all well, that. Why are you, going you
2: towards to? the bathroom? I'm talking about the bedroom. Oh, the bedroom. You wall? can't go into the bedroom, which would rectify the door. And the hallway issued all at once.
8: Um. Well, I had to move it substantially into the bedroom area, as far as you know. It, it's, there's a lot of it's a lot of work there to tear that Is wall down four and four uh, inches, isn't it? thirty-six well, minimum. It's thirty-six yeah. minimum. Thirty-six minimum. Yeah. Yeah, we're two and a quarter inches short.
6: It's uh, if if I may. It's. Uh, section r311.6 hallways the width of a hallway shall be not less than three feet
2: three feet i i almost tend to agree with almost the comment of it just sounds like they just don't want to do
8: the work well they're seeing that this was existing and it wasn't there yeah i mean this wouldn't have come up unless they were trying to get get it approved through the housing and it, it, it comes up not necessarily. It passes the housing code. And it's, it's now we're, they're being forced to say that this is not, wasn't permitted. And we don't know whether this was actually what the state of this was done under. And um, to have to go through and get this all permitted.
3: Understood. It. But there isn't anything here that's an insurmountable or technically infeasible to do. thing to do. Yeah, that's. Th- I mean, I think that's the point, you know, and and, I mean, it's. It, I think it's, it's It's obviously it's admirable that you're rebuilding the staircase, but...
1: Equally good or better than the code is, is the minimum. Yeah. Right, yeah. so
8: we looked at all these issues as a, as a kind of a whole, and we tried to pick out the things that, you know, the, the major violations and try and improve that to make everything equally or better. But it um, sounds to me like you chose the stairs. Well, that was the main—that was the major violation that we saw.
2: But a fireman going into a, a unit is not
8: a major violation. Uh, well, there again, we, you know, most firemen will destroy the window if they get into the house. Um, we didn't. But you know, it's still short, right? It's it's nineteen and a quarter inches high, or nineteen and a half inches high, yes. So
2: you got four and a half inches there. got two and a half inches then you got one inch yeah that's i just don't i me personally i just don't see the there's not an inept ability to change out some things to say yeah you're right you can't do it
8: okay you know there again it's it's just that um we thought it meant the housing code, the client meant the house, it, you know, and he would like to not have to go back and fix something that wasn't his responsibility. And um, saying that it wasn't, um, you know, he seemed to think that this work was existing prior and didn't require a permit at that, you know, it was already permitted or done by someone else. He, he took, the, you know, he inherited the house and now he's being burdened to have to fix things that
1: he so it hasn't been rented who's been living there but hasn't been rented he's been living there
8: uh his parents were living there i don't know if um he was renting it out after that point period after he inher- inherited the house from his parents so I
2: inherited the house now he wants to try to make it a rental i just it just to me it just doesn't seem like get a couple doors try to move a couple walls it's not like there's a a a beam right there that he can't break through where there's a solid beam underneath top bottom it's masonry wall
8: okay well there is a beam underneath the doors currently but you can move that wall two inches in well the beam is like seven or eight inches wide so if i move that wall i'm still underneath the beam Um, but if you move the wall six inches you would clear the beam it would be more than that probably have to be at least a foot just to get
3: but you're talking in it, for the for the door part of it well it sounds like we're talking fractions of an inch i mean if the door went directly to the underside of the beam would you have the six foot six
8: i don't know for sure I, and we didn't
2: that t- that we didn't you. tear
8: into it and i well i
2: don't then, then you have the issue if you get that door to work the hallway's not wide enough. Right outside that door.
8: Well,
3: I, I think I, I know what you're talking about. Right. But I, I think actually moving the the door is one thing, but the right. wall is something else. And however, the the moving of the wall and the door in that particular bedroom might work out. Right, it would solve two things. Yeah. Two things. I agree with you. So,
8: here again, like I said, we're talking about fractions of an inch for these things, and it meets the housing code. And the owner felt, you know, if it's better than most of the houses in the city, that um, you know, it comes down to.
3: I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm I'm really sorry. That that's not relevant. I understand. Okay. A lot of the other houses in the city are super questionable how they ever got passed for for what is being presented here again, I don't see that it's such a tremendous burden out of what they're going to get for this to do this work as a matter of construction feasibility cost uh, what you know, and improved safety. Mm -hmm. Um, I I mean, I'm very well familiar with the limitations on a double-hung window in terms of egress, because I have the same existing situation from 50 years ago in my house. I can, believe it or not, I can get out of a one-foot, nine-inch window opening, but it's not easy. And it, it doesn't have to be that way. And they have the wherewithal to fix that by just changing out the
8: window. Um, yeah, but there again, that Section J allows us to keep the same style.
1: If it was compliant at the time it was built, but was it may not have been compliant at the time it was built because they didn't get a it, permit. Yeah. and
8: We don't know. if the, I mean, those windows were there from the time it was built in 1940. So they were replaced at some point in time. So,
1: yeah.
8: um, you know, if they were replaced with like style back then, why isn't it acceptable to now, today? There's never
1: been 19 inches clear opening, though. Wouldn't I
8: know, but, <laughs> you know, J, the Section J is there for replacement. I don't know what style, what window was there when it was replaced in the, in the 1980s. Um, so there again, it's just, we go back in there, we're allowed to replace this window keep the same style and function of the window under Section J. So technically, we could put the back, that window back in there again, and it would still be code compliant, its existing window.
1: It may um, not have been a bedroom before. I don't know.
8: Well, so I got documentation from that that people were living there back in the 80s, based on the uh, permits that were done through the community development block grant program. So we know the people were living down there. Um, so it's all in the city's archives. So those windows were there prior to, probably when the house was built. Now they were replaced at one time, and um, so those, you know, it's the same. It's the same situation that happened back then. They put new windows in there. You know that would have been the same issue that if it happened back then. We'd be looking at the same issue we have today so
2: I just don't see it as that much work and I know everyone has a different you know yeah, we just whatever, see the windows as a
8: mute point if I'm, a, if I'm entitled to put that function back in there um, why can't the you know um, why can't I take the exception J and just use those windows that are currently in there? As a, as the um, window itself. So,
1: is there a period of time that if it hasn't been rented for a period of time, that's a concern? I mean, like it hasn't been rented for a period now, they want to re-rent it, and do some of those things. You know, you are going to bring it back up to code because he hasn't rented it for I don't know how long it's been vacant. Is it rental? Is that down that level?
8: I don't know for sure. Yeah, you know. multiple years. Possibly. I don't know for sure how long he's he's had the property. I mean, his parents had the property in 94, and he inherited it. When's his last rental inspection? I guess that would be a trick. No, he hasn't had a rental inspection. Uh, January 11th was the first time he's had a rental okay. inspection because he was looking at renting the, par- the property. He, so um, they
1: people living down there without housing inspection is
8: what it sounded like. Some,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah.
8: People were living down there prior to that. Oh, yeah.
1: I think all those things adding up together that and it hasn't been inspected for housing stuff, the things that are be applied on the housing code. The housing code dates to like the 70s. I mean, it just hasn't kept up with the building code for life safety issues. It doesn't address the same level of egress concerns and. Uh, And those, those windows are probably near the end of their useful life, probably going to have a seal failure and they're going to put the same window back in versus a window that would be, you know, uh,
8: Well, I increased. mean, so I don't, the windows seem to be functioning fine, you know, the way they are. I don't know if they're at the end of their life, but um, like I said, if if we go and put back in the same window, we're entitled to that under under Section J.
1: Yeah.
8: Why can't we just, it would be nice just to keep those windows the way they are right now. They're functioning and, um, um permitted at least those windows if we we could possibly you know try and see if we can investigate raising the doors and um, an inch to co- accommodate the six foot six clearance or which is what's required in basements but uh.
2: if, if the owner inhabited the house and does remodel he wouldn't in this clarification he wouldn't have to update the window because of section section j if it if the building
6: department was in and saw that the basement had been finished without permits we'd be in the same place no it matter just what. so happens that it was a rental inspection that triggered the um, observation of something that was done unpermitted um, gotcha. so so you sort of end in the same place Is that, does that answer your question
2: it, it does it just, no matter what something would have had been fixed at some point, but now he just wants to rent it out. And
6: that's what,
8: yeah. And so he just
2: wants to spend the money to update.
8: Yeah. And, I mean, ultimately and, I think we'd like to just keep the windows. I mean, I, that's the crux of it is what, um, and avoid having to tear into the space. But we're going through the, with the city right now on permitting, making the, we're trying to make everything permittable we, we pulled the building permit we're going through there inspecting all the electrical and everything else and so we're we're trying to do you know our due diligence on our end to, to do that um we just didn't want would to this
2: have window to fail that inspection
6: which inspection
2: the you know mm-hmm. trying to get a new permit and they would have would they have to update the windows
6: um there's, so the windows were put in without a permit. So I think that that section in um, Appendix J is for an existing home where somebody just wants to put in replacement windows where they didn't have the same requirements of the time. If we look back and if we accept that this remodel happened in the 80s, I have the um, Boca codes as the appendix. Right. They are pretty much the same requirements as they are now. So if it was done improperly then, yeah doesn't make it okay to I'm keep going out. with it, it doesn't make it okay
2: now
6: <clears throat> right had it been you know had the requirements been different it had been permitted in the 80s and remodeled then they would be able to replace that window but because of the way that it happened in the situation it doesn't i don't think that um manual j or not manual j uh, appendix j right. is is um, um can be used in this situation
2: If they were to go four inches lower, is there a maximum height for egress out of a window to make this a new window work? Is that?
6: Florida um, cell height is 44 inches.
1: they below that, so they could make the window taller. They want to keep it double hung, yeah.
6: So, but I mean, again, I don't know the exact measurements, but putting a casement in there might resolve the issue.
2: And we don't know if a casement window would actually work?
8: We know it probably. 36-inch casement would work. It yes. would work. It would be 6.3 q- uh, square square feet, yes, a 36-inch casement. It just reduces the... Currently, the, it, would, it would fit inside the opening, but it would reduce the amount of... Uh, you would have to build it. Build it in. We'd have to build it down.
1: He's going to rebuild the window well. Just make them four inches deeper and more than the sale four inches.
8: Well, we got. I don't want to have to cut the concrete wall out. That's it's the CMU, though. Right? It's a yeah, it's CMU. But and yeah, so got
1: one more force and put a seal in there. And yeah,
8: yeah. So I mean, uh, I guess the easiest solution yeah. would be to change the function. But if we're allowed, like I'm saying, is if we're allowed to replace the window that was, it's an existing window um, with like use. I, I, it was my impression that we could claim Appendix J for the new window. But
1: you can't, right? It wasn't compliant when it was
8: built. Well, I mean, this window, the opening, was there since the 1940s, so, since the house was permitted originally. So, but the, but
3: you don't know what the use was. This is uh, there's probably a change of use involved here as well. You know, it's
8: a single family it. residence. It's always well, been a but sing- now it's going to be a rental. It'll be a rental. Yeah, but it's always been a single family well, residence up to housing. this point.
2: Yeah. yeah, but moving forward, yeah, you're changing the use
1: from residential to a rental the same use, but it's
8: just... To, same you know, use. Right. So, so it's residential, um, can
1: it's rented. It Triggers it other Well, I mean... I mean, there's bedrooms upstairs, too, right? They, the upper floor has a bedroom and a kitchen? Yes. I mean, the basement could have been unfinished in 1940. Right? Um, Small basement windows down there that he made bigger that are put the windows
8: in the 80s. Well, so the basement, according to the documentation that yeah. I see from the city, from the community block grant program, when it came in and inspected that that basement was subdivided so that there were people living down there. So um, the information that I found out says that it was being used. It wasn't, it wasn't unfinished, but it was being used because they um, replaced the electrical down there and they wired those rooms with new switches and stuff. So it shows in the community block program that they oh. fixed up those rooms down there. And that was in the 80s? That was in the 80s. So um, it's, it says that in the uh, work description of that work, so I know that those rooms were being used down there. Um, there was a letter to the city um, from the owner at the time saying that her family was living there at the point, so I've got that documentation that the, the resident that was living there was um, using that space as well. So Whether it was in the same state, I don't know. It was It was being used as a living space down there.
1: Mm-hmm. A motion or answer all your questions? Yeah,
3: An easy one. Make a motion. Okay. I move in the case of BBA 22 2001, the appeal of the building officials' decision. That the work to be performed at 1299 Herbst is denied, and the Building Board of Appeals affirms the building official's decision for the following reasons. Number one, the true intent of the 2015 Mes- residential code in sections 310.1, 311, R311.2.1, and R311.6, governing the construction of 1299 Herbst, have been correctly interpreted by the building official. Two, the provisions of 2015 Michigan Residential Code section R310.1, R311.2.1, and R311.6 applies to the construction at 1299 Herbst. And three, the applicant has not proposed an equal or better form of construction.
1: A second on the motion? I second that. Any other discussion on the motion? We take a vote. Uh, those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Aye. Well, this is a denial motion. So, it's, yeah, so it's, I'm going to vote in favor. So, it's three A's, zero Nays. So, the denial motion passes. Okay. Next item on the agenda is old business. Listed there. Next item is new business. Any new business discussion? We have a new person on board. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. And uh, we have a motion for adjournment.
7: Move to adjourn.
1: All right. Aye. Adjournment passes. We are adjourned at
7: 303.